Art and finance have a complex and tricky relationship. This past October, a Banksy painting sold at Sotheby's for $1.4 million and subsequently self-shredded in its frame as a statement from the artist that art cannot be commodified. The shredder actually malfunctions halfway through the job, leaving the buyer with a halfway salvage painting and a crazy story, which somehow made the artwork even more of a collector's item. Of course, the visual art world isn't the only cultural sector that's fraught when it comes to consumerism. Theater and television, as well as other branches of the performing arts, have their share of challenges when it comes to funding and compensation. When theater star Karen Olivo announced on her website several years ago that she was leaving New York because the Broadway world was too financially and personally draining, the post went viral and it prompted many artists to ask the same question. How do you make art while making a living? Is it like the dichotomy of career and family, where you can only devote yourself to one at a time? Or is there a way for creativity and finance to be symbiotic? I'll explore that question in this podcast. This is Places Everyone. Firestone. For several years, I've done articles about creative people in theater and TV. I've interviewed some really cool people, artists I deeply admire. I love exploring the creative process, and I'm endlessly fascinated by the ways in which art and business coalesce. The title, Places Everyone, refers to a commonly heard expression on stage and on set. But my intention here is to explore how artists find their roles and at times play many parts, like a playwright who becomes a producer to find new avenues for her work. I'm going to speak with producers, writers, actors, and directors across stage and screen. We'll discuss how they develop projects, finance their work, and stay true to their creative selves. Recently on the podcast Startup, Sam Esmail, the creator and director of TV series Mr. Robot and Homecoming, spoke about the balance of art and commerce. He said, referring to his own work, the minute you start worrying how many people will this resonate with or how many people will this attract, once you go down that road, it's a fail. When you start to compromise authenticity for what you think people will like, the work suffers, the art suffers. My core belief is that what people want is maybe something they don't realize, end quote. In other words, when you're creating art, don't think about what the industry wants or expects. You make the work, then find your audience. The artists you'll hear from in this podcast do just that. Together, we'll explore how they do it. I hope you'll take a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks for being here.